A super good morning to all my favorite coffee lovers. I hope you are well. I am fine. This is yet another session on my podcast, Sins and Coffee. I am your host as usual, Ryoba. And for today, I don't think I've ever done this before, you know, coming straight up to you like, hi, welcome to my podcast, Sins and Coffee. Today, I want to address irreverent with where I think good people actually cut out too. But oh, well, here we are. And the reason why we are here today instead of yesterday is because of unavoidable circumstances. So first of all, my sincerest apologies to the people who reached out to me yesterday asking about the podcast. And I promise you guys, this will not happen again. It was a one-time thing and we'll be ready next time. Okay? So today I want to appreciate two people. So like I said before, the topic for today is uh, an irreverent wit where I think, and this might be an unpopular opinion, good people actually curse out too. But before we get into that, I definitely want to appreciate Miano Jr. for reaching out to me in the course of the week concerning my podcast where I had requested people to send me voice notes. And he was like, hi, Ryoba, how do I do that? So he sent me a voice note to appreciate me showing him how to do or rather to send him the voice recording. And I think what, what he was trying to do is just tell me, listen, okay. I listened when you were talking and I did it. So here is practical evidence that I did it. Thank you so much for the help. At least I've seen the message option. So uh, next time I'll include it in my comments. Thank you so much. I'm glad you've helped. So thank you so much, Miano, <laughs> for your amazing audio. And as we proceed, I also want to re-appreciate Makena Mwita, who also reached out to me concerning my previous episode on the service industry. And he brought in an angle of hospitality and why we really need to treat these people with dignity. And I felt it's something that needs to be shared out. So here goes. Hi, Ryuba. Makena here. Uh, good afternoon. Hope you're doing well. Uh, just wanted to appreciate um, uh, your podcasts and also encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. Um, just know that the people listening and we really love your content and um, we appreciate you. So I listened to one of your podcasts last week on service industry and I couldn't agree more. Uh, now, uh, it's true that majority of Kenyans do not respect people in the service industry, especially hospitality. And um, uh, it's something that myself have experienced and I was really disturbed And yeah, when, I, when I hear you talk about address some of these issues and create awareness and, you know, um, I, I feel really proud of you and um, I hope that one day people realize that uh, this is just a profession like any other and these people uh, have families, have people to look after, have bills to pay and uh, they need to be uh, treated with dignity you know, and respect uh, that they deserve because they're doing a really uh, good job in keeping the economy going and also supporting their families. Thank you very much and all the best. Thank you. Bye. 
and to everybody else who had listened in and sent in your comments i'm super super grateful for your thoughts and honestly i just can't say it enough but today i want to acknowledge another milestone that we have made just before i go straight into today's session so guys drum rolls so as you know there are so many platforms that are available where you can listen to podcasts and it's super amazing how there has been a new platform that's coming to the market it's called jamit you can download it on apple store or on play store and jamit is a platform that plays african podcasts so our podcast was approved so you can listen to it on jamit you can download the app and listen to every episode on sins and coffee on fridays and occasional wednesdays yep that's what i wanted to tell you today so i'm gonna go straight into today's topic and i'm really laughing because i just realized something funny happened over the the week or during the week that really contributes to this conversation so if you follow up on kenyan politics we've recently had it's not really a funny affair but there's something funny that happened a motion to impeach the nairobi governor and yesterday during the hearing Oh my goodness, talk of public embarrassment for the whole nation to everybody who's listening. So somebody somewhere decides to Okay, I could understand where they were coming from. I just feel this thing really spiraled out of control because there was a whole minute plus where somebody was just hurling insults at somebody else and accusing them of being loyal to money more than they were being loyal to you know actual progress and development and everything and that part of the speech was totally understandable but the words of profanity that were thrown across the floor where honorable members are residing was just out of this world and i just thought whoa in as much as i'm saying good people actually cast out too this was just on another level and disclaimer for today's episode i am not here to advocate for profanity or use of profane words no today i just want to show you how i think good people actually cast out too now on today's topic One thing that led me to it is the understanding of the virtues and vices in the eyes of society and how they shape our existence or how we interact or how we present ourselves. And sometimes we tend to adapt proce- process uh, the, the the societal norms and act out in a manner that seems a little bit irreverent to other people and that becomes really problematic. So finding a balance between irreverence and relevance is quite tricky especially when you're trying to please two different sides of the spectrum so welcome to my podcast sins and coffee today we are discussing irreverent wit where i think good people actually cast out too when i was a little bit young like from around class 7 that was like in 2009 yes in 2009 i got bred into a culture where i adapted drafting or writing down my thoughts in my diary okay 
And these moments will be moments where I will be a hundred percent true, authentic, and honest with myself about events that had happened, about people, about what I wanted to do with my life. You know, it was my sacred ground, a very comfortable space where I was able to express myself genuinely without having to risk people judging me or calling me out for not acting in a manner that they expected me to act out in. Okay. And then I came to campus and you know, if there's one thing with high school, I don't know why they, there always has to be an addition of mean girls in the story. I'm not saying I was kind throughout that time, but I just felt somebody stepped on my toes. So there was this lady called Yvonne. She was my deskmate. Now she used to have a very stupid habit where she will pick up my diary and read it during break time or just when I wasn't around. So when I found out she used to do this, I kind of changed tactics, okay? I was studying French, so I would write my diary in French. But then this mama had the audacity to take my diary and take my French dictionary, then tra <laughs> translate what I was saying and understand what I was feeling on that day. Whether it was anger, whether it was frustration, whether it was happiness, I feel this was something that was mine and she didn't need to do that, okay? And her character really made me hate her. But I feel like there were some African virtues or decorum rather dictated that do not react, young girl, sip your water, keep calm, do not cuss out, do not call her out on whatever she's doing. But deep down, I felt it didn't help me much because up to this day, when I think about those events, they piss me off, right? And then I look at a different scenario where I totally reacted in a manner that was, I think, 100% unexpected of me. So in primary school now, yeah, you know how we used to hate the whole idea of boy-girl relationships when we were in primary. We used to call it Tabiambai. It takes me back to bad manners as an episode. <laughs> so there was this guy who was called Kevin, yeah? Boy called Kevin. So Kevin decides to start a rumor around school and we were, we were in like class eight and that's like the final class in our primary or rather the last class when you're attending basic education so he decides to start a rumor that him and i had a rendezvous in a maize plantation so i don't know what made me act out i don't know if it was because he accused me of doing the nasty or if he had the audacity to have my name in the same sentence with a maize plantation and I remember I had never seen myself that angry because I grabbed him by the ear and pulled that ear to until I I'm so sorry for doing that though until he started bleeding you know like I scratched him it's not that I pulled off his ear but when I look at the two circumstances I feel like in Yvonne's situation I let it eat me out to a point that even right now it's something I think about and still I'm like she shouldn't have done that. And I feel like I should have told her she shouldn't have done that. Yet, in Kevin's instance, I actually acted out and I felt good about it. And I felt that the negative energy that was in me was repelled. Okay? So what am I trying to head at? I am a believer 
that anything can be turned out to work for good at the end of the day. What is cursing? A lot of people will define cursing or cursing out as shouting offensive words at someone or something or a situation because of the negative emotion that's been boiling in you. You know, when somebody is constantly poking and poking and poking or a situation is just frustrating and annoying and everything, it reaches a point and you have to slam everything down and say, "Uh uh-uh, no, enough is enough. You know? I don't want to use those words. I'm trying to be very kind so that I drive the message home that I'm trying to drive. (laughs) But you get my point. The situation becomes too much that you need to act out. Otherwise, it's just going to eat you up and frustrate you. And trust me, you, that's not fun. So when we look at it practically, or rather when we look at it in applications to situations in our lives, and not just the word itself and how it feels like a taboo for even saying it, cussing out could basically be a reaction to an action that's happened, whereby if you don't react, the ripple effect on you will be worse than you not reacting. Okay? There's... This whole thing where there are these whole motivational videos where they, they, they talk about how we need to handle life situations. And there's one that I'm drawn to at this part of the conversation. You know, when you treat your body as something like a plastic container and then you start filling it with water and maybe that can be frustration at work, stress from your utilities and bills that you need to pay, it reaches a point where the container becomes too full because it's not elastic and then the the, the 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 negative emotions that you've been piling start pouring out of the container and affecting not only you but even those around you okay and that's the ripple effect that comes out when you don't start pressing or piercing holes on this container so that those stress levels can go down And that's how exactly I feel cussing out is not the word in itself, but how we react to situations that demand a reaction from us to avoid a negative ripple effect. Cussing out is often unconventional. It's unexpected, you know, but it's a necessary evil because it allows the eradication of passive-aggressive reactions in situations that demand a full-on concentration. Take a practical example. If today you step on a thorn on your foot, okay, one thing that is necessary is you will have to pluck it out. Okay? I feel like If you leave it inside, it's either going to rot and lead to more complications. But when you pull pull it out, the the, the pain will be short-term in comparison to if you leave it in. Let me give you a practical scenario. I have a very, one of my closest friends, Gadoni Ireri, you know? Her and I, we are... Two alpha females in our own different perspectives. And a lot of times we tend to have these small fights that everybody else has where probably we don't agree on something. Now, instead of keeping quiet about it, I promise you, 
we go full on. This is what I think. This is what I think. We either agree to disagree at the end of the day, or one of us takes a bow and says, you know what, you're right. And the beauty of that is that when we address those issues full on, in the not so brightest way possible, we get rid of all the negative energy that might be left in store and that might affect our friendship in future. Actually, if you really think about it, those situations where you decide to go the conventional way of, oh, just sip your water, don't respond to it, high chance or 99% of the time you're going to lose those friendships. Because it reaches a point where the negativity becomes too much, the tension becomes too much, and the only option is, you know what, we've got to walk away from this. So I guess what I'm trying to say at the end of the day is that cussing goes beyond the words of profanity, and at, at times it is a symbiotic name for the very events in our lives that we need to address you know you've got to have balls and be bold to address something in a manner that is unconventional to the rest of the world and so is taking charge of your life and steering it in a direction that may seem to be a little bit over taboo or very irreverent to other people at the end of the day you've got to ask yourself am i letting the container just get full 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 with no pressure points where the tension and the stress can exit from. If you've got those things running for you, well, well and good, you don't really need to worry about it. But if you don't, I think you need to, refine, to redefine what casting out is and who can do it. Everybody can. I think I got to think of this conversation recently when I was evaluating my personality and my reaction to challenges in either my career, my personal life and spiritual life. And I figured a lot of times I used to go the conventional way where you are avoiding trouble, but you realize but I realized the more I tried to avoid trouble, the more I attracted danger, not even just trouble in itself, you know? And I came to realize that every step of growth or self-affirmation or progress, it comes from doing something out of the box, something unexpected that requires balls. And most times it will begin with something that seems very profane in the eyes of others. Okay. So for example, when I was 22 years old, due to unavoidable circumstances and toxic events, I decided to, you know, step out of church like I texted my one of the leaders in church and told them hi I won't be attending church anymore okay it was for personal reasons but a lot of people who knew I had left church at that point took it in a very wrong way okay it was it it seemed very disrespectful to them but I came to realize that the removal of myself from a space that I felt was suffocating me at the moment allowed me to realign, relearn, and redefine the values of spirituality and the church in myself to a point that when I was coming back, it now became a more objective and purposeful journey for my spiritual growth. You get. So I acted out, or probably to some, I cast out and it resulted in something beautiful. And that's why I'm saying I'm a believer that 
everything we do can be channeled to become something beautiful at the end of the day, not just for us, but also for others. Because you can imagine if I will still continue attending church with all the negative energy that I was spewing on everybody. I don't think that place will be habitable for everybody at some point. It will reach a point and one of us would have had to leave. So it's beautiful that I stepped out and later came back in when I was ready to be objective to the mission of, or rather to my journey in spiritual growth. So what do I want you to take home today? I titled this piece Irreverent Wit because it's wit in itself, but it may seem disrespectful to some people. But in reality, if we really think about it, it's a little bit useful. It's not wrong at times to act out or to act you know, selfishly for something that will be for the best of your tomorrow. It's not bad for you to let out the negative energy in situations or in events or with people. It's not It's not wrong for you to let it out and say, you know what, this is what I feel about this and screw it. I'm going to go this way if things are meant to go right. So at times we will be forced into situations in life that require us to act in an irreverent manner. And in all truth, it's a relevant part of your journey and you do not need to feel ashamed about it. So there's a fine line between cussing out and acting out for your own good. There is nothing bad about it. There is nothing wrong about it. As long as you learn to control it so that it also doesn't end up in a situation where you are overstepping boundaries. You get Find that balance. You know, if there's one thing that 2020 has taught me is that life is too short for you to think one million times about what is best for you or how you need to react. If people want to think you are cussing out, let them. But once in a while, put yourself first. Expel the negative energy that is in you because that reaction is way, way better as an immediate than the ultimate ripple effect that will occur on you. I think I've put too much into this conversation, so I'm going to let you think it out. And like always, cheers, have a lovely weekend. And remember to share with me your voice notes. It's always a matter of agreeing or disagreeing and we will always find them. If we don't respectfully, I will respect your opinion as you respect mine. So when you're sending in those voice notes, do not shy away from being honest. Have a lovely weekend. Cheers.